through the night. She just wanted to tip, no advice. On the side of the road, what's the risk? Roll the dice. If they catch us, I don't care, cause we all gonna die. Welcome to Poor Socks, it's the true story of three trainers, Victor Ward, Kim Yellen, have their lives minor. Five stop me for letting start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Dizzy, tell them, Papito, Daddy, dick him down. The DMV's finest, Mansfield's finest, Charlotte's finest, Fredericksburg's finest, Rock Row Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. Um, just, I just thought about something as I was doing the intro. I was talking to Anna about this weekend, and she, I don't think she realized for a while that our intro is based loosely off of definitely not stolen, because no one can prove that it is stolen, the intro from the real world. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she's never watched it, and then I was just very much disappointed with her. Yeah, I've been re-watching all of it on uh, CBS All, all Access. So she I feel like... Watch it. Does it still hold up? Um, The, like, super early seasons are fucking terrible. Like, I was having a really hard time getting through them. So I skipped to, like, season... 15 right around when it was like the people i remember watching in high school and it got a lot better so yeah i was gonna say i agree uh missing out on the real world is really missing a life but the old ones like she was saying i can't get down with the new ones like the the ones i can remember watching that i remember are good they hold up but then once you get to like the last three or four season the real world became kind of bullshit anyway but, like, my older siblings who grew up watching all the real world, they think anything past, like, 13, 14 was bullshit. Like, when they didn't have to get jobs no more, that's when they think the show became bullshit. Well, the jobs was very interesting part of it, though. It was, since it was called the real world to put them in scenarios with strangers or people they didn't know to see how they'd act. And then it's like, all right, well, you no longer need jobs. It's really just a reality show now. It's like, okay, well, um, no. I'm good on that. I remember that one season they had where, like, everybody was, like, of age and there was one person who was, like, underage who couldn't go out. And I was like, why are you even there? Like, what is the point? She was a baddie, the little, like, Asian John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was bad as shit. And she got, like, no camera time. And every time I, like, watched that episode that week, I'd be like, why haven't you gone home? I would <laughs> hate if I lived with seven people who were all, like, 21 plus who were going out all the time. I had to just hang back on my own. You know what? I never thought of that. And I'm currently watching the Key West season with like Johnny Bananas and mm-hmm. all of them. And Svetlana's like 19 and she's clubbing and going out to bars all the time. I wonder mm. how she did that. Well, I mean, it'd have to be a fake, but I never want thought. It depends that. where you're at. Because I feel like Key West, they're like, oh, you can come in, you just can't, like, drink, wink, wink, definitely you can't do that, but also, like, here's a shot. Kind of yeah, don't do it in front of the cameras. So, who knows? I literally never thought of that until right now. That's wild. Yeah, like, fuck that, dude. Especially, uh, you're just, you can't, if you can't even get in, you can't even get in the club, you're yeah. sitting there, twiddling your thumbs, so everybody comes back drunk, you can't even drink, what are you doing? How do you have fun? The ones that confuse me are the ones that come with a significant other. It never works. Never Everybody works. knows that. Uh, no, I've seen a couple of them work. I'm not mad at the ones who come with significant others. Because you, you're you begging on finding someone in the house that you like. 
And there's been a lot of people who didn't like hook up with nobody in the house through the seasons. So as long as you like a dweeb ass nigga, you can come there with a girlfriend and stay loyal. I don't know, man. I mean, people, let's put it this way. People would go to camp in relationships and that wouldn't last. So I don't exactly think you being in the real world is going to be any better. Yeah, but those are people who relationships suck anyway. If you can't be away from your girl for two two months and remain loyal, then y'all was never going to last when a nigga like me come around anyway. But they're there for four months. Who? It's four months. No, it's not. I think it's 60 days. No, it's literally four months. There's no way it's four months. She was watching it re- the most recently. I'm not to believe I'm like her. the biggest whirlwind watch of all time. <laughs> Interesting. But I'll look it up. So many More people right now. in relationships and then a weekend they're like, oh, it's too hard. And they're always having to like call their significant other and it's like this big deal. I just wouldn't want to have to deal with it all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's just too much. I mean, at least it's like you can talk to them in a way, but again, it's... I don't know. If you're going for that, you kind of know what you're signing up for at the same time. Yeah, very true. It's not like there weren't previous seasons you can watch and kind of expect. I'm not going to lie. They do not make this easy to find how long they're there. Yeah, I can't find it either. I I promise you it's four months. No, I believe you. Yeah, that's just a long-ass time to be away from somebody. All right, I'm on it. I'm going in descending order. June 13th to August 29th, two months. May, March 17th to May 26th, two months. Season 30. Or maybe they got less as the seasons went on. It looks like, yeah. I think it depends on what seasons you're watching. Because there is one season here, 24th, June 30th to September 29th. And then there's a fucking December to March so I just think it depends on what season you watch. I bet it's less when they had to stop getting jobs. Probably. Yeah, because I feel like then you're just, you, know, you can only keep people in a house for so long where they're hooking up and doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, the real world was one of the best of its time, though. Going out for two months straight with no liability to get a job? Holy shit. How long do you try to keep that relationship going that you've had in the real world once it's over? I mean, you'd really have to like the person thinking it's going somewhere. Because two months is a short amount of time. You can only do so much. Yeah. Anyway, now that we went off topic for several minutes there, um, it's International Women's Day, and uh, Ez is going to give us a quick history lesson on Women's Day and why we should um, or should not care about it. To everyone out there who thinks that they should care about this, you're wrong. Um... I'm currently laying down like I would in a psychiatrist's office, so my thoughts are going to be more thought out for the listeners today. Um, it's what is it called? It's International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bullshit. Two thumbs down. Fuck it. And here's why. Um, I don't celebrate anything that didn't include me. And when International Women's Day originated in 1911, it didn't even include black people. So black women were not included in this International Women's Day. So I cannot stand by and celebrate with y'all, and I will not observe it. Celebrating International Women's Day is the equivalent to celebrating Christopher Columbus Day, and I won't do it. That's an interesting take. Paige, do you have a counter take for that? I think uh, now it does include everybody of all race, size, age, so I don't see why that matters and it's not anything 
compared to Christopher Columbus because that's one person. This is celebrating a whole gender. So, yeah. A whole gender that didn't originally include black women. Black women who were enslaved at the time are recently freed from enslavement, who helped build this country of America. Some of the strongest women in the world who were not originally included in this. I won't celebrate something that's rooted off of racism, just like I won't celebrate something that's rooted off of evil in Christopher Columbus. And also back in, what'd you say, 1911? Mm-hmm. Women were still viewed as property and didn't have any rights either. Women were viewed as property? I'm not going to say women were viewed as property. I'll say black people were viewed as property because we were written in the Constitution as two-thirds of a people. White women weren't two-thirds of a people. So property is going to get dicey. Classic start to porch talk. It's classic start. So if you celebrate International Women's Day, happy International. Well, it'll be out on Thursday, so it doesn't really matter. But we're thinking about you. And if not, and you don't fuck with it, then fuck International Women's Day, I guess. Yes, sir. Um, but we all really know why everybody came for this episode today. Um, it was to talk about the marathon that happened on Saturday. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, um, not really sure how this happened. It was probably all of my fruition and uh, thought process that I randomly thought, hmm, I wonder if I could run a marathon in 24 hours. And it kind of turned into me running one in 12 hours, and then it actually became a thing uh, this past Saturday. I'm not even sure where to really start with this. Woke up late that day. So that was a great start because you got to get the sleep in, obviously. Um, really had no plan whatsoever, um, which I would not recommend. Um, in hindsight, I probably would have addressed it a little bit differently, but I'll give you guys kind of a walkthrough of what my mind was going through. Morning, you know, it was around 50 degrees out. Anna told me to wear a short sleeve shirt. I regret that decision. Should have worn a long sleeve shirt. Um, I would say about the first half a mile in as I was running, I just thought to myself, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. This is terrible. The next mile up, um, it was a very long uphill mile. I thought to myself, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? Around the third mile, I was running around the zoo, and I was like, oh, wait. This is easy. I can do this no problem. Around the fifth mile, I need some water. That was that was not great look. Couldn't find any water. Started trying to do that jogging thing that people do in place, which looks stupid. Almost passed out right there. Pure dehydration. I eventually found some water around mile six. Um, recorded a video. Um, and I was like getting back on the grind. Started running again. Um, had to do a little jump up to a bridge. Took everything I had in me to make that jump. It was not a good look. Um, the real downfall to the marathon was around mile 7-ish, mile 8. Started getting some foot pain. was not good. Pretty painful. Uh, made it to the starting point that I had started at. It was probably around 8 miles. Um, decided, you know what? The foot's in pain. Go back home, massage gun, soak it in some hot water, some ice, get back out there, come back, eat, rest up, 
foot's in a lot of pain, do some quick research via WebMD and YouTube. Um, real professional doctors there. Potentially serious injury, potentially life-threatening. Um, but I decided, you know what? I got to keep on going. Can't let a little serious life-threatening foot injury deter me. So I get back out there. Mile 10, by the time I get there, foot's destroyed. And I'm like, you know what? If I can get to 13.1 the half marathon, I'll claim it as a marathon win regardless, and no one can tell me otherwise. Slight issue, could barely get to mile 12 and had to call it there. It was a, it was a tough road. Um, currently can't even walk properly on the foot. Still hurts like a bitch. Doing some rice, if you don't know what that is, that's resting, icing, compression, and elevation. No big deal. Um, I know acronyms. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say the marathon won. If anything, I would double down on my statement that I'm 100% convinced if injury doesn't play a factor that I could in fact do a marathon and will probably do it at some point. No training. I have, uh, first I would like to congratulate you. Thank you. Rolled out of bed, never doing cardio and completed 12 miles. So that alone is a feat amongst itself. Mm -hmm. I do have to then ask, um, I remember when you were getting started on Saturday. I feel like you got a later start than what I would have assumed. Because mm-hmm. for your method that you were going to impose, where you're going to run some, rest some, run some, rest some, I figured you would get up and start early. Because in my head, I was thinking like 12 hours, he would have to, at the latest, be running until like 9 o'clock. So I doubted the 26 miles based off of what time you got up, because I figured it was going to get dark and cold on you. But the 12 miles was still impressive. What was the factor in you deciding to sleep in and start late? Um, I don't really remember. I think we were watching TV. And then, yo, shout out to uh, Young Rock on NBC, Dwayne The Rock Johnson show. We like binge watched three of those. It was pretty fucking good. It's a good little sit down, kind of watch, enjoy, just relax kind of vibes. And next thing you know, it was probably like 1, 2 a.m. So then I just hopped into bed, didn't really think about anything. And then the next thing I woke up and it was like 10 o'clock. And I was like, this is not a good start to the marathon day. Mm. So you're blaming The Rock. I would never blame The Rock. He's a great man. And honestly, the way this show's setting him up, if he wants to run for president, I might be with him. He's, sell- he's selling me on it. He's selling me for sure. <laughs> uh, I did think around mile five when I was running pre-injury, because, again, my plan at one point was, you know, run a little bit, stop, run a little bit more, stop, that kind of thing. But around mile five, I was feeling great, and I did think at one point that I could run the 26.2 straight. Um, so that might have also been a downfall if I had done a little, you know, rest in between and maybe done two to an hour, maybe three an hour. That could have been better. Um but there was also a thing that Ed said when we first talked about it, like, you know, the running and stopping, like, you know, your, your muscle is definitely going to feel it. And that, that did play a factor when I went back out there. But, I mean, the muscle soreness and, like, tightness, you can obviously stretch through. However, the foot injury was just, it's just, just such a severe pain that, you know, the massage gun couldn't do anything. Even the Epsom salt, which I don't even know what the fuck Epsom salt really does. Um just it can't it can't break through what the foot's going through right now. It was it was too severe of an injury. It's for swelling, so if it's 
like an actual injury and it's not swollen, Epsom salt won't do anything. Anna's dad told me to drink some chocolate milk to help with the lactic acid. That was about it. Interesting. Chocolate milk. I've never heard that one. Yeah, he said apparently like Olympic athletes do that a lot. I don't know. Could be propaganda by the dairy industry. Who knows? Yeah, that's another industry we're almost done supporting. Yeah, we're on that almond milk now, for sure. Although, like, a good quality chocolate milk, you really can't beat it. I don't like chocolate, so that sounds like the worst thing possible. Eric, do you chocolate milk with um, chocolate syrup or chocolate powder? Um... Well, usually I just buy it pre-made, um, but you can you can go with like the Nestle stuff. Oh, I'm a chocolate syrup girl myself. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the the syrup in there. Good little mix mix. Yeah, I'm I'm very much convinced. You know, this might have to be a yearly thing at this point where I just destroy my body, um, just for the the pure pride aspect in me. I support it. I had people hitting my line because I was telling people it was fifty dollars if they ran a marathon faster than you in one week. And people, were, I had a couple of people hit me, and they're like, "Yo, did your boy do it?" And I was like, "Not exactly." <laughs> I really wanted to get the thirteen point one because I would have claimed it as a marathon run for sure. I think the you know trying to run it in smaller spurts would have been better, but I, it's so long, like. <laughs> Yeah. It just takes so much time. I'm like, I don't want to keep doing this. Like, I don't get why people run. It's so boring. You know, I can do maybe like 20, 30 minutes, but we run long distance. Like, what do you do? What enjoyment do you get from this? Do you, think it would, do you think it would have been better for you if you had a start destination and then uh, mapped out 26 miles in destination? So it would have felt like you were making progress instead of just running random. Like, check mark mile six, check mark mile eight to complete the 26. Maybe. I mean, I wasn't exactly running random because, like, I was running the perimeter of, of uh, Forest Park out here, and that's, you know, it has biking and running lanes all around it. So that was, like, my idea for the first. And that's what I did the first time, which was, like, around the eight miles. Um Maybe, I'm not sure. Um, because I mean, I was just looking more my like every couple of miles, I would stop and kind of look at like my running out and be like, all right, I'm at like this amount of miles. Um, so that might that might have helped, but I don't think it would have helped much. But uh, the only thing that was really keeping me going was passing any fellow minority. We give ourselves the minority head nod, and that was that was really fueling the fight. Sometimes that's everything you need. Yeah, and it's, like, very interesting. It's a very unspoken but just very, like, known-about thing of just you see a fellow minority just head on, like, what's up? Despite the injury, um, I did it for charity for the kids. Um, so any slander, you'd be slandering charity, as I've said before, and I don't know if anybody wants to be a charity slandering kind of human being. Um, but if that helps you sleep at night to slander the kids in charity, then go right ahead. But it couldn't be me. There probably will be a video accompanying it. I'm hoping that I can get my foot back enough where I can make some recreation of uh, me running videos that are preposterously um, exaggerated, but I just don't know how the foot's going to be come Thursday. I have to pro probably put out a press release along with the podcast um, stating the results and thanking all the supporters and 
that the haters such as Greg Ricken, who didn't think I could run 26.2, I will, <laughs> I will in fact be back. Cause I did take Wait, a did he say he didn't think you could do it? I took a screenshot of all the, uh, all the sliding <laughs> on the pole and um. Ricken did not have faith in me. <laughs> so redheaded Haley did though. And I appreciate that. So did Jesse. Jesse thought I could do the whole thing. Rickon no, had just, no faith. Rickon's thing was at the bottom. Like, I couldn't do a mile. That's because Rickon does this. And he doesn't like when people just sit around thinking that I can roll out of bed and do it. Hey, I'm going to let Rickon know. You know, some people, including Anna, might have said that the injury has to be a factor in the marathon. But I don't think the, a serious injury such as this could be considered a real factor. But no, no foot injury. 26.2 is getting done easy. And that's just a fact, Rickon. Couldn't agree more. Sitting there running a couple miles every day for long, long, or fucking cross country like that's something. Do 12, Rickon. Do 12 on a bad foot. You couldn't. You, you know he does marathons, right? Yeah, but not on a bad foot. That's the key. Uh, okay, got it. He would crumble under the pressure. He wouldn't even Probably know what would. to do. Maybe me and Rickon can have a runoff. Um... um. <laughs> That might get tricky. Uh, this might be a formal challenge. I have to think about it though. But this might be a, there might be one a, coming. I would love to see this actually. <laughs> I'll I'll rent a golf cart to cart behind y'all. Damn, I wouldn't even train. I feel like that. Hmm, that would be the real thing. Who's willpower? If Rick can stop training for like a year, who could do more? And I think I could win that. A year off's a long time. That is a long time. Um, but I think that's all I have right now on the marathon aspect. Yeah. So we can just get into some actual topics that we have today. Um, this is kind of late news at this point, but Texas last week decided they just said, fuck it, and we're just going to open everything back up. No masks, no restrictions. And uh, that was that was a very Texas move of them. It was very Texas. Like It's like the government and the president really rules over 49 states, and that 50th state being Texas answers to itself. Because they prove time and time again, Florida has the craziest people in the world, but Texas does whatever the fuck they want. Like, time and time again, they prove that they are not part of America. They literally went from, like, a snowstorm dying, asking for assistance to, hey, we're good now, so you guys can fuck off again, and uh, we're, we're doing whatever the fuck we want to do. Literally. Literally. If the snow didn't kill us, COVID won't. Like, what? Okay. And it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, we, we, I mean, as said it before we start recording today, today is like the exact one year anniversary of when shit started shutting down. It's like, bro, vaccines are getting pushed out. Like, you, you can't just wait a couple months. Like, what? It, why do you need to rush everything to be open? Are we the only country that has vaccines? No. I doubt it. I know Russia said they had one. Do yeah. we trust Russia? I don't know. Yeah, but they probably think the same thing about America. Do we trust them? True. Um, we were talking about this earlier with some people fucking uh, COVID. So, first off, there is three different vaccines. Um, I might get the vaccine. Don't want to, but I might just because New York is kind of strict on what they're going to allow. And they're going to crack down on if you don't have a vaccine soon. So, they're going to bar me from going certain places or traveling certain ways. But with all that being said... There's going to come a time where, like, COVID has subdued and died down. 
and like you can go back to living your normal lives or the life you lived before the nightmare of 2020 COVID-19. What what sign is that for y'all? Some people, it's like when everybody gets vaccinated, which is like a crazy assumption. Some people, it's like when numbers per day are below this. Some people, it's like when the news tells us we can go back to living, we can go back to living. But like what what sign are y'all seeing to go back to like y'all go back to living life before COVID-19, 2020? And then are y'all going to still take any like precautions or are you just raw dogging it? I'll be honest. I'm still wearing a mask, but not like that much has changed for me. Like. I still do whatever I want. I just take a mask. I've traveled. I just took a mask and like stayed away from people when I could and sanitized when I needed to and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the big one will be when I'm able to fly on a plane without a mask. That'll be like a big one. But I feel like that'll be one of the very last ones because you're in such a tight space with a lot of people. But. Or working out without a mask. That'll be a big one. So, yeah. That's a great question because I don't know, like, what that finish line would look like when it's just everything's back to normal, kind of. I honestly don't think it would ever be a back to normal. I mean, eventually there has to be, right? I think we eventually get back to a what it was before 2020. Do we think that happens by the end of the year? No. By the end of this year, mm-hmm. I do not. And this is what I'm going off of. I'm going off the friend in Charlotte I have who's a fucking stockbroker in our job last year, like when everyone else was getting like laid off temporary or take four weeks and we'll reassess. In fucking April, her job laid her off through December. Um, two, it was like two or three weeks ago. Her job laid her off through December. So, like, they don't... And she's, like, getting paid... Not, like, laid off. Like, told her to work remote. Like, she's getting paid to work from home all the way up until December again. If they thought there was any chance that, like, she was going to be back at work, they wouldn't have done this. It, I just trust niggas who work with the stocks. Because I always feel like, for whatever reason, they might know a little bit more about the world. Not, like, the individual, but, like, the companies as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, that makes me think that we're not going to be back to normal, normal. For me... I do think precaution-wise, I will still, like, I've been saying the whole time during COVID, I don't mind wearing the mask in, like, grocery stores and stuff. I think that might be, like, more normal. Diana's made it a point to remind me time and time again. Other countries have already been doing stuff like this in public for, like, years anyway. The so, Asians. Yeah, the Asian countries. I'm not going to be mad about still wearing, excuse me, a mask into, like, super crowded places like grocery stores. I feel like I still would, only because it's like second nature. Grab my keys, grab my wallet, grab my mask, and that's not going to hurt or prohibit me, no way. Um, the sign I would probably need to go back to living my regular life, <sighs> it's probably going to be a mix of numbers going down. I haven't like really looked at numbers. I would need them to go down below a certain amount per week or per per month. And once we have a month or two of like consistently low numbers and my chances of getting it are very unlikely, and then I'm going to go back to living life. Do you, um, would you guys consider like if once you got the vaccine as like a good stepping point towards that or is the vaccine just kind of like whatever because there's still a shit ton of people who haven't got it or still not following precautions, et cetera? 
it's tricky because there's still a bunch of people who haven't got it and who aren't following precautions. But I'm also one of the people who's like, I'm not like pressed to get the vaccine. Like I know some people are like, oh, I'm gonna get vaccine. I'm gonna get the vaccine. If they reopen the country and everything's good and like the numbers are low and I don't have to get the vaccine, I'm just not gonna get the vaccine. I'm gonna rock out. But if it gets to the point where like they're making me get the vaccine, then I'll get the vaccine. Yeah, I'm on the I'm in the same boat um, because I've genuinely never had a vaccine, and thousands of people get the flu vaccine every year and still get the flu. Um, a vaccine is not a cure and doesn't stop you from, you know, getting it or spreading it because you can still carry um, germs and give them to other people. It's just like lessening that chance. It's not like a 100% guarantee. So I understand why everybody wants it to get everything back to normal. But if, if something is not like 100% a cure, you don't really have me convinced that much. So unless it's like mandatory for me to get it and it's going to like inhibit my life to where I can't do certain things unless I have it, then I'm probably not going to get it just because I had it for me personally, not diminishing anyone else's experience. For me, it was not that bad. I was sick for like three days and then I was fine. But again, a lot of other people's cases are a lot worse. So three things. One, why did I just see a lady walking uh, up my street with a Dyson vacuum on her shoulder like she stole it? Two, um, what do you mean by you didn't get any vaccines? Like, have you not got any of, like, the ones where you're younger for, like, fucking, I don't know. Nope, I've never had any vaccine. Like, nothing against the fucking Black Plague or whatever they give us when we're kids? Mm -mm. I had the ones that you have to get, like... When you leave the hospital when you're a newborn, like, you can't leave the hospital unless you have those. But when it came to, like, the one you have to get before you go to middle school and the one you have to get before you go to high school and all that, I never got those. You never got the HPV vaccine? Nope. Sandy, what if you have HPV? That would suck. Third point. I forgot my third point. So I only have two points then. Um, vaccine wise I haven't looked enough into them uh, people are really hype on this Johnson and Johnson since it's one shot now don't know like, isn't that the easiest one to get right now uh, I don't know aren't they getting food the... for putting metal in baby food nah yeah but that's iron uh, and kids need iron it's kind of... yeah like they made a fucking TikTok made a big deal out of it the iron is supposed to be there yeah cause I mean like kids aren't really eating food that have natural irons in it, so you just gotta kind of put like supplements in there. A shout out to TikTok. And it was kinda... such tiny fragments, they were making it seem like you were finding like a slither of quarter in that bitch. Bro, like, that, someone should make that TikTok where they're like doing it and like a fucking silver dollar comes out and they're like, oh my god, and my mm-hmm. baby's food. Oh, I didn't see it on TikTok. I saw a bunch of moms like protesting on Facebook. Hey, yeah, those keep moms doing your stupid. thing, moms. Those yeah. moms are so dumb. Your child needs iron. Your doctor's probably telling you to give them Johnson's baby food. But no, nah, I think theirs is like the most accessible or like not the easiest to get, but the fastest to get. Because I know a lot of people have got that recently. It's the new wave. But that's like the store brand version of vaccine. So, <laughs> See, if I'm getting a vaccine to for something, I've I don't think I want the generic brand. Could be me. 
don't know. I'm gonna say something crazy, and this is clearly knock on wood. But I feel like the individuals who haven't got it by this point, I'm not saying they're immune. I think the chances of getting it is probably unlikely. Because if you've gone a year without getting it, unless you just have bad luck and just happen to be in the wrong place, right time, wrong time, which could absolutely happen, you're probably taking enough precaution to remain safe. And I don't got those people like letting up or changing their ways now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're being safe, you probably are going to get the vaccine. But I do feel like there's going to be a lot of people who are like, not in like I'm not in any rush to get it and I don't like unless you know they make it where hey you can't get on this airplane unless you have the vaccine or hey you can't go to this concert unless you're vaccinated which I mean do I need to carry my fucking stamp with me like how are it's we gonna really be better regulating it but like what apparently there's gonna, gonna break the news hard. for you they're gonna make an app because New York is trying to have it mandated by the beginning of July. And they're not going to force you to get the vaccine, but they're going to kind of corner you and force your hand to a degree. Um, they're trying to have an app where it will like, keep it registered. They're going to call it your virtual passport. So to go into like indoor dining places, you're going to need it. To get on public transportation, even like the metro, you're going to need to be able to show it. To get on planes, you're going to need to be able to show it. So that's that alone is going to force people's hands to get it. And when I was reading the reviews of it, the people were complaining in the comments and they were like, people who don't live in New York come, like are like, fuck it, I'm not going to get out of New York. It's not going to affect me. But the problem is, if you ever fly East Coast or like are flying and where you need to land would be in New York or like, mm. let's say you face a storm and they need to land at the closest airport, like if you're in the Midwest or whatever, they're probably not going to land, let you get on that plane beforehand if any of the emergency stop routes can then also be in New York. So they're going to do things to force your hands to get it. And then other states, once New York starts it, it's probably going to do similar things. Issue with that is, man, that, that's almost too controlling. And, like, I don't see that going well. Also, New York doesn't really have a leg to stand on after the shit that came out with Cuomo recently. So he can calm the fuck down. With hey, I, I don't know, though. Because he took that shit like a G low-key. I mean, I'm not apologizing and I'm not stepping down because I didn't do anything. I mean, he that's clearly, big. They they clearly covered up the deaths in the fucking nursing homes, but I will say I do respect the fact that he didn't camp back like back down because there's yeah. way too much bullshit of people fucking backing down when they get caught red-handed. Yeah, he he definitely stood up to that shit. If you want, if you want him out, show me the proof. Show me you got evidence, or shut the fuck up. Is pretty much what he told him. It'll be interesting to see though, because I think they've been trying to get him out of there. But no, I don't like. No offense, New York. You can go fuck yourselves with your little app. Like I'm, I'm not doing this to bend to fucking New York's will. They can go fuck themselves. I could see having like a card in your wallet, but a a whole app is kind of like. I don't want to take up storage in my phone just to show you that I got some stupid vaccine. Like, what if I forgot my phone? What if I'm, my phone got stolen and I'm trying to get home on the metro? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't let that happen. Is what they say. Yeah. Well, I mean, New York can go fuck themselves. They weren't even letting people do like indoor dining during the fucking winter, and they're like, "We care about New York, though. You guys can do fucking dancing on public squares if you run a space now. Like, go fuck yourselves. They're 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 so pretentious." They are. But that's uh, where that's where a lot of shit that matter in this country is located. 
I don't know. A lot of people have been leaving, like, these big cities like New York, L.A. and shit. Yeah, they've been leaving, but, but these big cities ain't never going to lose their popularity in America. Niggas know New York City and fucking Russia, Croatia, Saudi Arabia. So they're going to keep booming. I mean, whatever. Who cares about New York, though? This does, the topic does like kind of go into the next one I have, which I was thinking about, which is when the pandemic is over, whenever we consider it that, what are like some things that you would like to keep from it? For example, like your boy's a fan of fucking spaced out seating. I hate it when you would go to a restaurant and like, let's say it was just you on a date and then they put you down to like those singles tables, like right fucking next to people. Don't, I don't need that anymore. Like we can, we can cut that out. Yeah, but they always walk you towards the bathroom because, like, you're you got too much melanin. <laughs> you be in the back or in the corner next to the bathroom for sure. I'm keeping the mask. The mask is still going with me in uh, stores. I I want to keep the lines on the floors in like stores and grocery stores because I want niggas to know to be six feet behind me. Yes. Oh my god, that's um, what I'm gonna say. <laughs> And I want all of these places that didn't do curbside pickup beforehand to continue to do curbside pickup. Because if I've already got a drive to pick it up, I hate having to go in there. So, like, the curbside pickup is nice. Yeah, I do hope that more restaurants, like, fucking start adapting more and keeping it. Because it's so convenient. Um, I hope that everybody keeps up... Um the washing their hands yeah the urgency to be like sanitary as fuck because i used to like really pay attention to people that would walk out of a bathroom without washing their hands and as a like guy it's a little bit easier to get away with as a girl that that is just fucking disgusting like i mean it's disgusting all around but there's just you got to do so much sometimes that th- that is just absolutely disgusting. Um, I'm always gonna keep that Germex on me. Um, I honestly don't mind the masks, especially if you're gonna be in a crowded place, because sometimes people just reek, like they just smell so bad. So I'm not even mad at that. And then in the winter, they were great because they kept me warmer than normal. So, um, yeah. Dude. Doesn't mask in the winter are for sure incredible. Oh, 100%. Because, you know, you normally cover up your face with a scarf or something anyway. So I, like, was not mad about it at all. Um, another one is I would love, I know they're not going to keep it, but I love that they have middle seats on airplanes blocked off because I hate having to sit super close to somebody for a really long flight. Shit's terrible. I mean, when I flew to D.C. for um, Christmas and shit, they were already like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Um, cool. Got it. Oh, they already took it away? Yeah. Damn. I really liked that. I mean, they were like, the one I took beforehand, I think it's when I went to Charlotte, they were spreading people out because like, they had the space, but I guess because it was wintertime they were like yeah we need the money so everybody's gonna be fit on this plane today yeah the perks of capitalism just because you mentioned this i'm just gonna throw this in there real quick um we were ordering food online yesterday um little spot in here in st louis kind of like collages or whatever basically like a fucking dinner roll stuff with whatever you want in there 
and Anna, I was like, how much is it? I think she was like, it's like 30 something. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah, it's like blah, blah, blah. And then like tip and all that. And I said, tip? What do you mean tip? She was like, oh, there's like a 10% tip. And I was like, for what? You're going to pick the food up. She was like, yeah, but it's like, it's already on there. And then like, if I change it, they would see that I changed it. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Give me the food. And I was like, no fucking tip. And I was like, the audacity that these places have. Where, you know, if you want to put a tip option on there, hey, that's fine. But don't pre-plug in the tip if I'm going to pick up the food. What are you doing that you deserve a tip? And also, like, if you want to say it's going to the workers, how the fuck do I know that this online payment system is going to the workers compared to if there's a tip jar at the fucking restaurant or, like, the location? So that pissed me off, dude. Don't, don't fucking just try to slip a tip in there for fucking funsies. It seems that you did feel very, very strongly about that. <laughs> uh, I'm indifferent. On, not indifferent. I'm like non-partial when it comes to tips. I used to be that guy who like was like pissy about tips. I don't really care now. My only core was tips is don't like include gratitude in like small, small uh, font, and then I tip you twice. That's the like if you're including the gratitude, don't even have a tip section on the receipt. Give me a different receipt. Outside of that, I'm straight. I mean, I'll tip just because, like, I know that waiters and waitresses get paid absolute shit. But I want to be able to put my own tip in. Don't include it in it. Yeah. It's just different, like, when I'm picking food up. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing to deserve a tip compared to, like, if we sit down... At a place, you know, I have no problem giving you a solid tip. When we were at the bar a couple weeks ago, I gave you, like, a pretty solid tip. Because I was like, it's cold as fuck out here and you're serving us. Like, I got you, but if you want to pick up food and you're just handing it to me. All right, yeah. dude. No, I get that. You know, you don't need this 20% you were trying to grab from that. We also got to make sure we're positive. If we're tipping, we're only tipping good service. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'm sick of people like, oh, well, they get paid shit, so tip them. Like, that's cool and all. But you still got to do a good job. Like, you can't have a bad day and give me bad service and then expect a tip. Like, I don't, I'll never understand it. No other job in the world do you keep your job or get a raise on your job for bad service or bad performance. I'd have some terrible waiters, and I'm like, bro, like, I, I cannot tip you. I, I can't. I cannot. I like to do this thing where I ask people how much of a tip they think they deserve. It really catches them off guard. I usually give them the amount they ask for, though. Wait, so you're asking people how much? Oh, I think you did that with us one time, didn't you? I did. That was when awkward. I went to the bar over the summer before I left. I asked Shorty, I was like, so how much do you think you did today? She was like, I did a good-ass job. Tip the bill. And I was like, that's bold. But Dang. I'm not mad at it. That's I, I like that. It is. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'll always tip something. Like, it's not always a ton, but it's going to be a, a lot more if I do get good service. So I'll at least do a couple dollars, but if it was, like, exceptional, then I'll give them a lot more than I normally would. Also, this has nothing to do with the waiter, and I hate this that I'm this person, but I'm only human, and it goes hand in hand for me. If the food is bad, that's going to affect my tip. I know it's not your fault. I know you could have done everything you could have. But, like, if I'm debating if I'm going to give you 18% or if I'm going to give you 25 if the food was bad, you only get an 18 
What if the drinks were good, though? You probably still get made to you. Because that was about a bartender. That wasn't about a waiter. But that's the same logic with the food. The waiter just brings it out to you. Yeah, I know, but... I... The be- if I go somewhere and spend money and the food is bad, that's going to put me in such a negative mood. You ever go to a restaurant and you got bad food? It's like, damn, I waited here for this trash-ass food. Because there's not a worse feeling in the world. So I know me, I'm going to just be in like a fuck these people mood. So they only going to get like the 18. When you went to that Italian place that you hated, did you tip bad there? I did. I think I tipped like 14%. If your receipt shows me like the percentage and the value... If it's bad, if the food is bad, I'm giving you like the lowest percent you show me. <laughs> Hands down every time. Interesting. If you do a good job, I'll just make a number up in my head. You got lucky. If you're on a date, do you need to flex that you're able to give a good tip? Nah, she's never going to see it. <laughs> what? But like, what if like, you know, the waitress like looks at it and is like, oh my God, thank you so much. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Something light. I mean, I guess you could do that. But what are you going to do? Damn, nigga, tip me more next time. You're not going <laughs> to say that either. <laughs> um, girls were getting exposed this past weekend. All-Star weekend, NBA All-Star weekend was down in Atlanta. And girls were getting exposed for sleeping in their cars and renting U-Hauls to be down there because apparently they weren't doing a lot of hotels and stuff. Um, I mean, I respect the dedication to the craft. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if we need to be sleeping in cars and U-Hauls for a weekend that you might fuck uh an nba all-star player like not even just that though because everybody was in the city for the all-star weekends as you know so like the rappers were there they had 50 sitting bobby smarter did his first performance made 150,000 one night so he he moneyed down now um at some of the clubs strip clubs was popping i heard so like your chance of landing someone famous is definitely like that if you a baddie but, like, at the same time, I just got to know where these girls' priorities is. Like, is there a whole personality trait, I'm a Lammy or rich nigga? Because, like, if you're willing to sleep in your car and rent a U-Haul to sleep in because you're trying that bad to land a baller but you don't have money, then it's like, like, what, what are you on? Did you see the girl who, like, spent her last $400 fucking from unemployment to get down to Atlanta? And then didn't have money to get back, so she started a GoFundMe. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> she started a GoFundMe for $1,300. In the, it was on TikTok. The first comment was like, this seems strange. 400 to get there, 1300 to get back. Something don't add up. And I was like, facts. Bro, we sh- this, is, this would have been the perfect episode to have fucking Morgan on because she lives in Atlanta. Bro. And Morgan always, live out there, and I know she was wild. She probably bagged a rich nigga. Bro, that's that's saying, the worst she, part. She's out in Atlanta, and she's always chasing after rich guys. Like this would have been the prime time to have her on to tell us about her thought chasing ways. She really could have informed us on like how to properly be a thought. <laughs> I'm texting her now to ask if she landed anybody famous. Who knows? Maybe she's retired from the game. Just kidding. Morgan would never. She retire. not. <laughs> I texted her the other day, actually, to let her know I still fucking hate her and she's getting uglier with time. Just got to lift her confidence. Because somebody's giving her... I don't know who it is, but somebody gave her too much. And the day I find Morgan's middle school pictures and find out she was busted, oh, it's over for her. I mean, does she not have any, like, online you could probably find? She don't. 
I've tried. I didn't couldn't really find you on Instagram, and I'm not gonna like search that far back on her Facebook. That'd be too much work. Now, I feel like the best way to go is like the tag photos. Oh, you're not wrong. I might have to check that next time I get her on here. I'm gonna ask her about certain dates. Yeah, we might have to get her on here. Uh, she can give us the the breakdown of how to be a uh, a money chasing girl. She is about her business. Mm, let's see what else do we have. Damn, all we have left is COVID stuff. I mean, the CBC said today that you know, if you get vaccinated, you can hang out with other people who are also vaccinated indoors with no mask and no social distancing. Um, I guess that's a thing. That's, that's a weird though, still. Because yeah. who's checking these people for their vaccine? Because you're gonna have niggas who just don't want to wear masks no more. Because wearing a mask is the worst thing in the world, and they're gonna just say they was vaccinated. Bro, what if you just start walking around with like a band aid on your arm, and you're like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm vaccinated." Like it's 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 chill. <laughs> you just borrow somebody's sticker. Yeah, you're just like, "Hey, I'm 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 good now." We're making significant progress in the COVID nineteen stimmy. Yeah, that's the next thing I had. It did pass. Um, fourteen. I, right? Yeah, fourteen hundred checks, um, three hundred dollars of unemployment through September, strictly because um, the Senate and all them are on like they chill out during August. So they were like, "Yeah, we'll put it in, so we don't have to come back fucking early," because that shows where they're at. Yeah, God forbid they have to work. Um, I think it's I think it's like thirty six hundred for child allowances. So if you have some kids, you get some money back on that. Which God, is I need a fucking kid. And then they're they're supposed to start going out this month, so maybe we'll see them by March, end of March. They're gonna they're gonna vote on it again Wednesday, so that sucks. I thought it already passed. It passed the Senate, but it's gotta go back to the, the House because the Senate changed stuff in the bill. Oh, um, the fifteen dollar minimum wage did not go well. It did not pass, and I was so, very disappointed in both fucking senators from Delaware voted no. Uh, yeah, you got a lot to speak on for that. Bro, well, you know, I was, I've was i said it since the beginning. I'm not a big fan of Joe Biden to begin with. Um, I think it clearly shows that he's, I mean, I'm not going to not gonna fucking mince words. He was dragging his feet. He said, hey, as soon as I get in the office, $2,000 check's coming out. And he's like, oh, it's 1500 And he was like, hey, $15 minimum wage is going to happen. Hey, just kidding. I'm actually going to drop that and not even fight for it. And then, I mean, I was watching yeah. the Ryzen today, which is probably my best and favorite news source because they're like not mainstream media, so they don't give you that bullshit. They're like, yeah, I mean, Biden said like you know Coons and Harper were basic or Carper were basically his like mouthpieces in the Senate. So, I mean, that shows where fucking Biden's at, and he has them right in line. That's fucking bullshit. That was bullshit. Um, which lets people think a lot of the. Student loan forgiveness was more bullshit on top of that. But I wanted to circle back because when the Senate was about to vote on this last week, they were breaking down the Republicans' bill to get 10000 for everybody. And everybody knew it wasn't going to happen, but they were just trying to prove that like they can move a bill faster. And the reason this was taking long was because Blue put so much other shit in this. And I started to read on some of the things that were included in this COVID relief bill. And I don't like the Republicans. I I don't like nothing about them, if I'm being honest. But what I will say is they had a very solid point. Let me tell you the two biggest things I saw in here that are in the COVID-19 relief package, which was holding back the bill from being signed that they were arguing and filibustering on. 
Would y'all believe me if I told you for COVID-19 relief for the people, what's holding up people getting $1,400 is a $30 billion legislation that Blue wanted to go through so California could get a rail station from the top to bottom of California. What the fuck does that have to do with COVID? And that's $30 billion. There was also like a $27 million bill for New York to repair one of its bridges. So like they were throwing so much shit in this bill just to try to get so much passed at once because they had such a large fund of money. And it's like, yo, like if this was just about COVID-19 and relief and getting people their money, then this would have been passed so long ago. But what you expect from politicians then to try to politic? And that's the shit that's kind of annoying. Because, like, I'm good. My family's good. I'm assuming y'all are also good. We don't really need the 1400 right now. We like it, but we don't really need it. There are people who actually need the 1400 for their family, and it's not being passed because politicians are arguing over whether or whether or not to include $30 billion for a rail station in California. Yo, real has quick, nothing to do with the pandemic. What about the fact that they dropped the... Um... They also dropped the threshold for the amount of people that can get the 1400 too. They did drop that, which is kind of annoying. It's kind of fuck shit. But I'm not as, like, worried about that. Because 80000 to 100000 if you're sick, it used to be 100000 that's eighty. Unless you're not good with money. Every, like I said, everybody wants the extra 1400 mm-hmm. But if you make 80000 a year, that's where the cutoff would now be, the threshold. It used to be we cut off at 100000 If you single make 80000 a year, you're probably good. You probably don't need the 1400 And it dropped from two hundred to 160000 for families. That one is tricky because it depends where you live, where it's like uh, maybe they could want it. But even at that, if you're bringing 160 a year, you probably don't need to need the fourteen. You probably want it. But it, it's kind of fucked that they did drop the threshold. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to the Rising. They made a good point, like, that's cool and all, like, in theory, but that was also, you're going off of 2019 taxes, and let's say you lost your job and been in unemployment all of 2020. Hey, I don't, I'm not in that fucking tax bracket anymore. So, like, unless you had, I mean, I guess you should be on your fucking taxes, and hopefully they go off of 2020, but, like, you could be fucked there. Yeah, you could. Um, as far as the bridges and stuff, I know they're going to try to pass another different legislation for the infrastructure. So I'm assuming that's what they, like you said, they were trying to do. They were just like throwing shit in there to see if they could pass it. But I also think it's stupid because like back when, even when Trump was in office, they were like, hey, let's just do the check separate and then we'll do everything else after. And then the fucking Republicans were dragging their feet and now the Democrats got in there and now they were fucking dragging their feet with this bullshit. And it's like, dude. Like you said, stop politicking. Like, we're hitting the year mark and we're still doing the same shit. And we've gotten, what, $2,600 in over a year total? Is, is that correct? Nah, it was twelve and six hundred, So, 1800 Oh, fuck. It was twelve the first yeah. time. Yeah, so it's like, this shit's kind of crazy. And I guess, like, the more tuned in you get to little stuff like this, I asked, like, I don't really, I, the extra money is going to be nice. I hope it comes here. It'll give me extra money to spend when we go to Charlottesville. But, like, since I don't really need it, I'm not as pressed, but I still watch it close. And when I was seeing, like, this makes you realize what politics really is. And it's like, that's sick. Because there's niggas out here who truly need that money. And, like, what? 
What the fuck? Like, why? Don't call it a COVID nineteen relief bill and put thirty billion dollars in it for a rail station in California. Like, yeah. that makes you wonder what else is in this bill that they've been arguing over when they could have sent this money out months ago if it was just stimmy package. But yeah, that's the most frustrating thing is like when shit. Like, when the government's about to shut down or they're trying to pass things, and then they're like, hey, they sent us this 300-page bill, and we're supposed to vote on it in an hour, and we're looking through it, and it has, like, money going to foreign aid and all this stuff. And it's like, what like, what are you guys doing? Like, can we just make this simple? Like, it's not that hard. Let's focus what we're trying to do, get money to the people that need it, and keep it going. And also, like, it's not hard. Like, Biden had it set up. You get the vaccines right, you get the money out in a timely manner, and, like, the He's fumbling the bag somehow. Like, Georgia gave it to you, and then you're like, hey, people that voted for me in Georgia, like, those pretty decently well-off people in, like, the Atlanta suburbs and stuff, hey, you're not getting money now, but, hey, like, deal with it? I don't know. It's so stupid. That is annoying. Um, I think it will go into, when they vote on it Wednesday, they're saying, like, they can go out to paying it as soon as they vote on it if it passes on Wednesday. Like, it'll be like last time where you can get the payments in like three to four days because it came super quick. My only issue is if this does get passed on Wednesday, they vote on it, and let's say it takes a week for the money to hit your account, this is going to look terrible on Biden. Yes, he got you the money eventually, yet he was two months late on his promise. He's canceled other promises. And then I think it'll be frustrating to know that not only was he two months late on this promise, but if they would have stopped the bullshit, this money, like the system was set up for them to get us this money ASAP. And they kept prolonging and prolonging it. It makes, it makes no sense. Like, the, I mean, the more you look into politics, the more frustrating it is. It's just like such a bullshit thing. Like, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to like, Fucking uh, Kristen Cinema, who's like, oh god, she's some senator, I think in New Hampshire or something, and like they were like dunking on her for the fact that when she like she's a Democrat, and then she, when she voted against fifteen dollar minimum wage, she like did a classic thumbs down, like a little like fucking curtsy and walked away, and like people were dunking on her, and then they were like, her office came out and was like, this is sexism that people are slandering her for voting and the way she did it and blah blah, blah. and it's like. No, dude, people are just pissed that, like, you're fucking with their livelihood, even though they brought receipts for when she was, you know, like, fresh into politics back in, like, 2016, and she was like, the minimum wage is not enough now, we need to raise it to a living wage, and the minimum wage from back then is still the same exact number that it is now, so what changed, dude? Like, you in politics for, like, five years, and now you're, you don't care about the people, and it's like, dude, I, there's gotta be term limits or something, because people lose touch. People lose touch. I don't... My two things would be, one, people definitely lose touch. But if we could hold everybody accountable to the things they said to get in office, this world would be such a great place. Hmm. The thing is, they say these things, they get in office, and then, like, they cut deals with other politicians, or we can't pass this because the party's not ready, or if my state's the first state to do it, then blah. it's like, bitch, like, not bitch, but like, this this what we put you in office to do. Like, why why we put you in office to do what you said you was going to do, but now you're not going to do it. That's one. And then two, I, I realized I hated politicians long, long ago. It was during Obama's first run, I want to say. It might have been his second run. I think it was his first. Nah, it was during his first term. 
when I realized I was talking to somebody, I think I was still in high school. I was talking to somebody and they were telling me that fucking niggas in Congress can vote on their own pay raises and they take vacations like it's their job. Mm -hmm. And that don't sit right with me because these niggas is always on some vacation. It's like, oh, the Congress on recess. They're on recess. They can't vote now. They're on recess. It's like, what the fuck do we pay y'all to do? Bro, literally, I don't understand what they do. Besides, like, cut fucking deals in Congress with, like, big corporations. Like, what do you do? They cut deals for corporations. They filibuster bills that take two, three days, and then they go on another recess. It's like, damn, can't finish this reset. I'm like, bro, like, do some work first. Bro, and what about... I want to say... Paige, correct me if I'm wrong if you know, but, like, McConnell was like, I don't know if we can give people $1,400. They might not return to work. And I'm like, listen, I know cost of living in Kentucky is cheap, but Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, that, that's literally, he is literally so dumb. Like, that <laughs> would pay my rent for, like, two and a half months. So he, oh, my God, it, literally everything that comes out of his mouth is just stupid. But he has so much money mm-hmm. that he's just so, like you all said, out of touch with his surroundings. But everybody sees an old, wrinkly white man, so everybody voted for him because, heaven forbid, a female was a senator. And Amy McGrath, who was his you know, opponent, I don't think she was even a Democrat, if I'm not mistaken. Like, her views were very, like, in between like she didn't really sit one side or the other but she was like a female that served in the military so everybody was like oh my god i could never i'll just take mitch mcconnell again for you know however long and i'm just like you all are just so dumb people here don't want anything to ever change ever and that's why we've been stuck with him for so long so I just looked up his net worth and it's anywhere from 22 to 35 million oh it's which is I'm not surprised by that at all. Wild. And his wife's like a rich and there was like reports of her cause she was working in the Trump administration, like taking advantage of that to work on like her family's companies in China. And I'm yep. like, bro, get the yep. fuck out of here. Yep. Hopefully we get our money soon. Hopefully they stop fucking around. I think like Biden's just trying to like work together too much, and sometimes we just gotta like cut our losses and be like, "Listen, fuck the Republicans," because they definitely weren't trying to work with the Democrats, so we don't need to do the same. Well, I have a question though. I don't really know much about this, but I keep seeing everybody blame Biden for higher gas prices. Did, does that have anything? Like, how does that correlate? Is that true? Um, Is that actually his? Like, I didn't. I don't understand how that's his fault. It's not. It's not a direct correlation. Gas fluctuates. Our business in the Middle East changes here and there. The bombing of uh, Syria was it Syria? Mm-hmm. Was it Syria? Yeah, that don't help with us in gas. But people are like, "Oh, this is the highest it's been." Blah 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 blah. It don't really got nothing to do with Biden per se, in my opinion. Gas fluctuates. We're in a pandemic. Gas is going to go up. Our relationships with some of the Middle Eastern countries aren't at the greatest right now. So gas was going to go up. Yeah, that's what I thought because 
I assumed that maybe the bombing of Syria might have had something to do with it, but I thought it was more about people traveling more now that there are less COVID restrictions. So it's just like every single time, like summer comes around, when school's out, spring break comes around, gas prices go up because more people are traveling. So that that's what I thought it was from. And I didn't like even think that, you know, anything about it because it only went up like 20 cents, which I mean, is a lot in the wrong long run. But I didn't, I don't know, for some reason, it didn't like register with me. And then I saw a bunch of people posting about how, oh, if Trump was president, it'd still be like gas would still be $2. And I was like, okay, and like, it's not like you've not paid a high gas price before. Like, get the fuck over it. I don't know. I just. Was this Syria or Saudi that we bombed? No, it was Syria. I don't know. Um, I I looked up a couple of things. You were definitely right on the fact that like summertime, it just always goes like people are traveling. Yeah. But also they were talking about because like a year ago and until then there were so many restrictions, people weren't traveling. So you just had a huge reserve that people were just like eating off yeah, of? Yeah, that's why it went down so much is because nobody had to use any gas because we couldn't go anywhere. So if people start going places, gas is going to get higher because there's higher demand for it. Yeah, and then just like some of the small things like, you know, Texas got fucked with all that. So that shut down a lot of like actual refinery and all that. So I yeah. mean, it's just, it, it always fluctuates. It's not like it went from like $2 to $7 you need like, it's all Biden's fault, you know? Yeah, and, like, it might be, you know, in Kentucky, it's always pretty low. Like, it's been a couple of years since it's been over $3. But in California, it's, like, consistently over, like, 4 or $5. So, like, yeah, it also depends on where you're living, too. So, I don't know. I just thought it was really stupid. But yeah, I mean, I feel like every it's, it's always just a reach for something. Like, oh, it's this because of this person. I'm like... No, there's probably a lot of factors you're just not considering, but go off. Yeah, there's definitely factors. I think from the article, I just, like, skimmed. There's things he could have done to maybe ease this that he didn't do or took too long to do. Um, gas prices or stimulus checks? The gas prices. Oh, okay. There's some things he could have done. Like, it says he waited three weeks to call the fucking leader over in Saudi Arabia. Probably don't sit well since that's where we get most of our oil from. Mm. Gas prices has rose or risen. It's tricky though. Cause that's one of those things where it's going to get to a certain point and I'm going to be like, all right, what's, what's going on? Anything under three, I can charge to the game. I'm from Virginia and it don't get too high. It gets a little higher up here in PA than Virginia. And we've already approached over. It was like 309 up here a couple of weeks ago. Like last week, I want to say. Virginia's still under three. If Virginia gets over three, there's going to be complaints all over. Because that ain't normal for us. It ain't been over three in like six years. So yeah. there's going to be a problem. I know he shut down the whole pipeline. I wonder if that has effect with that shit. Um, I don't really have any other topics. So we might just have a little short one this week. But, you know, quality over quantity or... I guess time, whatever you want to call it. Um, you guys want to do some music and TV? Music-wise, I was blessed in that. Uh, oh, I made a groovy playlist. Trackstar, I can't stop listening to Trackstar. It, the song's actually good, not just the TikTok. The song is actually good as shit. Um, TV, Love Island UK Season 2 is coming to an end. I am currently rewatching The Real Husbands of Hollywood. It is still full of giggles. Who is your favorite couple on season two? 
Probably Nathan, just because Nathan's a cool guy. Oh, Nathan and um, oh, what's her name? I can never remember her name. Kara, Kara. Kara, yeah. Mine is um, oh well, I'm not gonna spoil it for people who haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> for music, Nick Jonas um has come out with another solo track, which has everybody freaked out, but it's really good. It's called "This Is Heaven." Um, so I haven't watched or listened to that a, a few times. Um. TV, I haven't, I mean, besides watching and finding out about the real world, I haven't really watched much TV besides that, so I guess the real world. Music-wise, Drake dropped Scary Hours 2. I should definitely give that a listen. Some good three tracks. Drake raps for like four minutes on Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Ross, which never mad about. I actually watched a movie with Anna. It's on HBO. It's uh, called Irresistible. It has Steve Carell in it. It's about a guy who run. He's like a campaign guy who goes to Wisconsin to run a campaign with this guy. Very good movie. Highly recommend it. Um, I'm still waiting for Ez to watch. I care a lot to tell me if it's worth watching. So what's it on? What I care a lot. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I saw the commercial for that. It's the one with the old lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the lady from Gone Girl in there. So, she's very hateable, so I'm sure she'll be hateable once again. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening, as always. We appreciate you. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. We'll get read. We didn't have any this week, so maybe next week's you will be. Um, subscribe on Spotify, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, No A. We appreciate you for listening, and we'll be back next week. In the streets, try the police, then we sob and repeat. I done seen this like a hundred million times. Seen a white light get a black nigga shot.